Artists in Presidents, Transmissions to Power. Friends, glad to meet you. And you too, and you there, and then all seven billion and one of you. Cordial greetings. We the people are all the custodians of claims to the future. We gather them, maintain them, mend them when they tear or break, release them into the universe when the time is right. Just the other day we did some counting and it might interest you to know that in 2019 we lost the Sumatran rhino, the Chinese paddlefish, the Yangtze giant soft-shell turtle, Indian cheetah, Spix macaw, Katerina pupfish and the Indo-Chinese tiger. In 2020, we lost the splendid poison frog, smooth handfish, Jalpa falsbrook salamander, spined dwarf mantis and the bonin pipistrelle bat. Today we address you with an urgency to save our time from becoming the cost of business. Cost of business is not the cost to do business. Cost to do business is what goes on the ledgers. It orders itself to fuel everyone and turns everyone into fuel. It tends to permeate the inner life of our planet's dominant species. It is built on an aggregate of schooling and training. It works manuals of production and exhaustion. It plays out chaos intoxications hungers doubts arrogances insanities panics expectation and envies it is an obsessive delirium obstructing the sideways glance leaving little pause for a calmness to look at the cost of the busyness cost to do business needs the continuous extraction of millions of years of buried worlds we are now eating time Well let us say time is eating us we are eating the time that is eating us and that is the news in this news if we read between the lines we can sense that there is a cost of business it is often a mere shrug in boardrooms this cost of business is an extinguishing machine It is learned the hard way with heat, dust, storms, floods and hurricanes. This is working on all species at a rate much faster than evolution can cope with. It looks like in 2021 we're about to lose the golden bamboo lemur, the European hamster, five remaining species of riverine dolphins, the Amazonian pink, the South Asian and the Irrawaddy, the Yangtze finless porpoises the north atlantic right whale and the northern white rhinoceros and tapanuli orangutan it is not as if extinction does not happen naturally nature is not sentimentally attached to the life forms that emanate from it nature's grand indifference to the question of the survival of individual species 
has a cruel and ruthless beauty. But this indifference to the fate of one living thing is not an indifference to life itself. Looking at the fossil record, we get a sense of what that natural extinction rate might be. It works out to about one species per every million species per year. Conservative estimates account for the existence of 8 million species on the planet right now. The accelerating extinction of life in the last 100 years, purely as a result of the presence of one species, that is us, adds up to a rate of extinction that can vary between 1,000 and 10,000 times what it would be if natural processes were to play out unhindered. There is an urgency to save our time from becoming the cost of business. This is what the cost of business of the domination of one species over all the others in the last 100 years has come to mean. That is not unsentimental indifference. That is an expensive, all-consuming addiction to extinction. To sustain this habit, our cultures rely on a spiral of extraction. We extract substances to build resources to protect ourselves from the consequences of extraction. That's the server room air conditioning Freon snake biting its global warming tail, skewing things such that it actually gets hotter when you desperately want it to get cooler. It orders itself to fuel everyone and turns everyone into fuel. And this costly species, us, is not outside nature. We are not outside nature in the same way as a virus that acts as a predator on its host is both an insider and an outsider to the host. The question of whether it becomes a part of the host it engages with is a function of the permeability of the cell wall and the strength of its antibodies. As cell walls soften to the persistence and pummeling of virus, as the potency of antibodies weakens, the outside and inside of a life form become abstractions. We are inside and outside. We are hosts, we are guests. We are predator and prey. We are feeders and food, all at the same time. That is the history of our relationship to the world in one sentence. But that relationship has now outstripped the restraints of evolution. Eventually, the success of virality is also its failure. If the virus kills too much of the host population too quickly, it will have nothing left to feed on. This will mean the death of the virus species. That is why the evolution of viruses tends to be towards decreasing toxicity, so that the taut balance between predators and prey can remain in a state of dynamic equilibrium. We have to think carefully about how to calibrate our toxicity if we want to have a future, and if the future is to have us wanting a future. The cold, beautiful eye of natural indifference to the failure or success of particular species may turn to behold us in its uncaring gaze. But this indifference to the fate of a living thing is not an indifference to life itself. 
The interval between 2019 and 2021, in that time, the world also lost the last continuous fluent speakers of several languages. The Bering dialect of Aleut, the Juma, the Tuscarora, the Akakari, the Ngandi, and the Tehuelche. In all, we have lost at least 66 languages in the 20 years since the dawn of the 21st century. Imagine for a moment that you're an insurance agent and that you're calculating what it will take to amortize the debt we owe to our world and to time. What will we have to put aside each year to compensate for the loss of a species or a language? The last speaker of a language is the tail end of a fragile repository of all the words it takes to say something about life, the world, and the universe. When that form of living dies, the words and its worlds disintegrate into nothing. It takes many thousands of years for a language to take shape, and only a short while to shut eye and die. What is the value that would be placed on each word or on each strand of the last living DNA of a lost life form? From now onwards, with each passing year, this calculation will only keep enlarging. We are now eating time. Or let us say, time is eating us. Someone in some school somewhere will ask her teacher, how and when did extinction become a rule and not an exception? And another will add, how can life be lived the other way around? We will leave you with that. And you can take this forward, or you could start again from scratch. We wish you all well, notwithstanding. It is true, it is incorrect to finish any sentence that says, notwithstanding. That is one of the traditions of our presidency, notwithstanding. We are notwithstanding the consequences of all the costs and the calculations, notwithstanding. Look at the time. It's time for us to go, notwithstanding. <laughs>